0: Hello all, I seriously seriously wasn't going to do a um, Welcome to today's episode of Tech Is Not Neutral episode 4 I seriously was not going to do an episode because I'm not feeling well But I've been engaging in this conversation on Twitter That is so an example of tech is not neutral. So, um, the, the, um, handle, his name is Charlie O'Donnell. His handle is at C E O N Y C wrote a post. I think I'm getting a little tired of straight white guys that inherited wealth and or existing cash flow generating businesses who have no college debt telling founders to risk everything on the start on their startup dreams. Easy to say when you literally have zero percent chance of homelessness. Homelessness. Hello, and um, then this Keith. Mm, don't want to say his last because I'm going to say it wrong, and I don't want to be disrespectful in saying his last name. But his handle is at a r b o i s So arobis. We're going to go with Keith Arobis. Right. um anyone who can code or who can design has zero chance of homelessness in the United States and I'm just oh so my response to that oh and also made a little snide comment more leftist pseudo babble uh when um Charlie went to explain exactly what he was talking about so my response is because I created a thread um Um, Keith's responses demonstrate what's fundamentally defective in tech and startup culture. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Coding and design are not some magical bullet against homelessness. These are skills which are commodities and will be automated. And then I went on to say let's be honest, most startups in the valley and other, or elsewhere are nothing more than products and services no matter the size. These are not businesses in all caps, um, nor are these individuals capable in, of building the business structures needed to ensure that they scale, evolve, and recover. So Keith's response to me was, and so many white dudes have like this it is literally silly to um advise people who are software engineers to ignore starting a company because they might become homeless nothing anybody who pretends otherwise is literally lying is intentionally lying okay so let me talk about this because this is where it gets on my fucking nerves and why our inclusion efforts don't go anywhere because people like keith because he's a vc are at the table and people like me are not at the table so we keep listening to people like keith and they keep spreading this message that everybody's equal this meritocracy bullshit and um all you need to do is learn to call if you know how to code and, and design you're great if you're black brown lgbtq lgbtqa plus disabled senior citizen a whole bunch of other shit poor it doesn't matter how proficient you are in coding. Let's talk about how hard it is to get a fucking job in the first place and keep the job without being, uh, without having to leave for toxic ass reasons. And then, just because your ass can code does not mean you know how to build a business as we're seeing every day with Twitter and the Facebooks and all these other companies that are causing harms to communities that are uh, uh, selling our damn data. Um, all these things, and it's, oh, we didn't intend, we didn't intend to cause harm. Not thinking about risk management, all these other issues. You sitting back, I, oh, it, it frustrates me to no end. And this is why I have a problem with how we define the word technical. Technical is not just people who know how to code. They know how to use a technology, and that's a tool. I also am very technical. Many, most, not even many, most technical people who know how to code have no clue how to do anything that I have, that I know how to do. And I will not be replaced by a robot anytime soon. Um, deep learning, machine learning, none of this will replace me because my knowledge cannot be, um, coded. Not right now. And not that I don't see in my foreseeable future. And so to, to continue to... And so this is what pisses me off about this whole um, thing with this this these statements. Because Charlie said, he was very clear, he's tired of straight white guys that inherited wealth or existing ca- cash flow generating businesses. He was speaking to specific white guys, specific people who... Have wealth, specific people who have inherited successful businesses telling your average person, Oh yeah, your coding skills are all you need, or hey, just do that is a fucking lie. That is a lie. They have no student debt, no student loan debt. They have all all these things that play into what, what makes a person a great candidate for being a, not a great and take that back because there's never a great well unless you're one of these guys is a great time to be an um, entrepreneur but um a, a, a more feasible or things there are things you have to think about and it's not just can you code or can you design and and i kept telling although the the he kept making it about homelessness This initial thing was not about homelessness. It was it was it was saying it was it's easy to say that when you literally these individuals have zero chance of being homeless. I love how people just take something and twist it around and make it seem like something else when that was not what the initial conversation was about. So it just what it demonstrates to me what what, um, Keith and all the people who are liking his responses demonstrate is what's the problem with tech and startup cultures. You have these gatekeepers, you have these individuals and most of these individuals are not, the inherited wealth or the existing or uh, um, inherited wealth or an existing company. What they are white dudes who get a chance, who are able to tap into networks that a lot of people um, aren't, hey, hugs, aren't able to tap into. So let's be honest about that. I'm sick of people acting like there is this meritocracy. All you have to do is have some skills and you can get in. This is bullshit. If you can't see that in 2019, you should not be running a business. You should, And that's also a thing. Mr. Keith is a VC. And what he won't tell you is and why I want to democratize business school education is because he as a VC has the educational and experiential background to come in and turn a product or service into a business. And so that's why VCs demand so much of your company um, and can put you out of your company because they recognize, oh, this is a great product or service. These people don't know how to make this as a bit bu- This into a business. So let me come in, and, and I'm going to take part of your company, so I can give you my expertise. That's what this is, and it, it, that just that just. And then he wants to show all these outliers of these people who were homeless. Who, you know, there was this one article that everybody saw. I guess it was two years ago, where this one um, guy was standing on the corner with a sign. He wanted a job, and he got all these. Um, um, he was. Um, uh, unemployed software engineer and he got all these um offers That's one damn guy in the millions of do- the software engineers in this world come on let's not do that let's not we always trying to make something trying to look for simple solutions to complex problems there are a whole lot of reasons besides learn knowing how to code and knowing how to design that keeps people from first of all um keeps people that is a thin line between people having a job and being homeless. Um, there's a lot to, to go there. I mean, it's health issues, is student loan debt. There's all kinds of stuff that could be, that could happen. Um, getting divorced. So let's not make it seem like it's that simple. I hate simple solutions. And also let's not continue to put, to push the narrative that, um, like coding is just like the, the greatest thing. Code, and I, I i've I've done many talks about this people if you're an individual and all you can do is code and you don't know how to read um have a conversation with h r you don't know how to have a conversation to see the business strategy behind your marketing and sales or how what you're doing impacts the the um the income statement and all this so you're no help to me in a knowledge economy what he what you guys are talking about is straight. Um, industrial economy bullshit, which is we're building widgets. And so that's why all these people, just because you can code, okay, I can, I can create something. That doesn't mean I need to. Atlanta has a damn street full, fulls of, of, um, um, we have blocks full of scooters. Atlanta's a driving city, period period, period, period. So unless you're near a very dense population that has sidewalks because where I live. There are no damn sidewalks. Um, there are not even curbs. There is a street and there's usually a ditch. And so, um, having, um, all these scooter companies, you could be walking down one block and see five, not just five scooters, five different companies, scooter companies lined up Why? Unless you're near one of the universities, unless you're near a very highly pedestrian area in town, which is not a lot in Atlanta. Why are you doing that? What is the business model behind that? Mm, I'm sure you got some VC money for that. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to get on and rant about that because I'm so sick of these white dudes ignoring everybody else in tech and promoting this idea that other people who are new to tech, who um, um, in these marginalized and vulnerable, underrepresented communities will say, oh, that's how they did it. And so they'll go out and they will leverage everything. And you don't have the networks to these. The average average person who's not a white dude has no access to anything that looks like a VC channel, has no net, um, startup networks, none of that stuff. So let's just stop pretending that we're all playing the same game by the same rules at the same pace because we're not. Um, and when we continue to have this narrative, that's why I'm so hot right now. It negates the experiences of people who are working really hard because what it says to the everybody else is, oh, they're just not working hard enough. And that's bullshit. They're working their asses off. They just don't have the privilege. They don't have the, uh, the money or the network, of the family connections to help them, first of all, get off the floor, um, get off the ground. And if they get off the ground, who can back them all the way to the hilt? So please stop saying that. I'm just so sick of that narrative. We have to do better for us to be inclusive. Um, and we have to be inclusive because this is a knowledge economy and we're creating knowledge. We have to Consider the experiences of more than just white dudes in Silicon Valley because who the hell wants to live there anyway? So, thank you. I'm going back to bed. Have a great day. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this special episode of the hashtag Call the Scene podcast. I would like once again to give thanks to the author of How to Be an Anti Racist, Professor Ibram X. Kendi. Learn more about his work at his website at ibramxkendi.com. Please consider becoming an individual sponsor of the Hashtag Call the Scene movement by visiting the website at hashtag On behalf of everyone here at Hashtag Call the Scene, we'd like to thank you again for listening to today's show and have a wonderful day.